to the Smooth Groovers Review and this is Season 5, Episode 22. We're back with another exciting show and this particular show happens to be a special crossway for a couple of weeks so I'm holding the fort here back in the Smooth Groovers base. A special means that we focus in on a particular part of smooth jazz, funk, soul, chill, disco, whatever we can fit in. And this time around, we thought, as we've had lots of listeners write to us recently saying, can you play a little bit more funk? we thought we might go into a little bit of history of funk. So the entire show is dedicated to being a funk special. One of the plans that we've got at the moment is that although we do the Beyond the Groove series, which happens to be a chill-out set of music, we might in the future think about doing some funk-based programs. Right now we're dealing with the funk. So let's kick off with All This Love That I'm Feeling by Gwen McRae. Yeah, yeah. 
catch that track from the Funk Soul Classics Disc 2. It's a great track and Gwen McRae has some awesome stuff out. A new album that's come out very recently in early November 2010 is Jamiroquai's album. I gotta tell you that this album is called Rock Dust Light Star. Every single track is a killer. Here is a really funky track and no funk will be complete without a bit of Jamiroquai, JK singing and dancing. This is White Knuckle Ride. Between us, Prof and I have got every single album that Jamiroquai have actually done. We've been following him for years, and I recently saw him at a gig with Stevie Wonder back in June, and that was a pretty amazing gig. He was just really, really lively, and uh, right at the beginning he said, can you please kind of pose for a photograph, because I'm actually going to have it on the album cover, and somebody pointed out to me, it was actually Master Move, he said that, uh, hey, look at the album cover, it happens to be the concert that we were at. So uh, we have a little bit of history there, maybe a little tiny speck or a little pixel on that particular album cover. 
Like I said, the album's called Rock Dust Light Star Deluxe, and that was White Knuckle Ride. And now, one of the most oversampled tracks, and I agree with that statement. A lot of people say that. This is Funky Drummer by James Brown. Cut out the lights!
more time, I want to give the drummer some of this funky soul we got here. You don't have to do no soloing, brother. Just keep what you got. Don't turn it loose, because it's a mother. When I count to four, I want everybody to lay out and let the drummer go. And when I count to four, I want you to come back in. <laughs> it's in my collar. Uh, I got the holler. I said it's in my feet. Uh, feels so sweet. It's in my shape. Good God. Uh, about to wake me to death. It's in my shape. About to wake me to death. It's in my shape. I walk the floor. I want to walk the floor. One, two, three, four. Get it.
smash that from a release called Funky Breaks and Sampled Soul. As I said before, that funk song was recorded by James Brown and his band. And the recording's drum solo is performed by drummer Clyde Stubberfield. And as I said earlier on, it is one of the most frequently sampled rhythmic breaks in hip-hop and popular music. And indeed, it lays a strong claim to being the most sampled record ever. And can you believe it's, um, can we do our maths? It was recorded back on November the 20th, 1969 in Cincinnati, Ohio, and originally released on King Records as a two-part 45 RPM single in March 1970. Despite rising to number 20 on the R&B chart and number 51 on the pop chart, it did not receive an album release until the 1986 compilation album entitled In The Jungle Groove. Let's carry on with another track. This is Freeze from way back in the 80s when there was a great resurgence of jazz, especially jazz funk, and that was by a lot of Brit artists as well. And Southern Freeze happened to be the Prof and I's most favourite record. Can you have a most favourite?
Southern Freeze by Freeze. Let's talk a little bit about the funk word itself. It's actually a music genre and has been described by many as having its origins in the mid-late 80s, say 1960s, when a lot of American musicians, African-American musicians, blended soul music, soul jazz and R&B into a rhythmic, dance ball new form of music. Funk de-emphasizes the melody and harmony and brings a strong rhythmic groove of electric bass and drums to the foreground. Funk songs are often based on extended vamp on a single chord, distinguishing it from R&B and soul songs centered around chord progressions. Got that? <laughs> Did you understand that? It's also described as typically consisting of a complex groove with rhythmic instruments such as electric guitar, electric bass, Hammond organ and drums playing interlocking rhythms. I think that makes it a little bit clearer, doesn't it? And funk bands often have a horn section of several saxophones, trumpets, and in some cases, a trombone, which plays rhythmic hits. It's probably fair to say that funk music was a major influence on the development of disco music, and Afrobeat and funk samples have been used extensively in genres, including hip hop, house music, and drum and bass. And it's also the main influence of Gogo. And one of the things to think about is that recently Brian Colbertson's album, uh, which is pretty amazing, the most recent one is out, uh, has got a track on it by Chuck Brown, one of the originators of Gogo. More on funk once we had a chance to listen to Paul Harcastle. We were big fans of Paul Harcastle. He's actually got some chill labels. He also does the Jazz Masters. And his original bands were Direct Drive and First Light when he produced this particular track, which happens to be called Don't Be Mistaken.
was Paul Harcastle and Red Drive slash First Drive. You can get hold of that from an album on iTunes. Uh, it's released on iTunes. It's called Time Machine. The track was called Don't Be Mistaken. Now, we've spoken about Bootsy Collins recently, and Bootsy Collins is still live and kicking, or should I say kicking when he's live. And he is pretty amazing in the context that he's worked with James Brown. He's worked with Funkadelic, Parliament, George Clinton, and he was really a guy that brought about the funk sound in terms of the funky bass, I would say, uh, to the fore. Here's a track entitled If Six Was Nine from the Exion Funk album. Just don't fall on me. Go ahead on, Mr. Bill. 
Bootsy Collins with If Six Was Nine. Let's not forget some of the other great artists. Unfortunately, Curtis Mayfield is no longer with us. Here's the extended version of Move On Up. Hush not, child, and don't cry. Your folks might understand you by and by. Just move on. Your destination, though you may find from time to time complication. Just move on up 
was also covered by Richard Elliott in a recent album release. Move On Up is a really, really funky number. Well, maybe this particular track should have been named after me. It's called Check Out The Groove. Maybe they should have called it Check Out Dr. Groove. Bobby Thurston and that is a track called Check Out The Groove no it's not called Check Out Dr. Groove you can get hold of that right now from Funk Soul Classics the ultimate 80s soul and funk revival 
disc number one. Other fantastic funk pioneers, we should say, those that played with James Brown. People like Maceo Parker, people like Pee Wee Ellis, people like Fred Wesley and the Horny Horns. Now this happens to be a track by Maceo Parker and the Max, and it happens to be called Cross the Tracks, in brackets, we better go back. go back because I gotta say that when it's in brackets and that's by Maceo and the Max. Prof and I have been real fans of Roy Ayers and we've seen Roy Ayers a number of times and this is from an album release called Virgin Ubiquity 2 and right in front of me right now I happen to have the Ubiquity 1 album which was the original one released way back too long ago for me to share that with you and the track that we're going to listen to is from Virgin Ubiquity 2 it's called Funk in the Hole.
You're listening to Roy Ears and uh, Roy Ears, vibraphone genius. A great sound on that funk as we described it earlier on. Let's carry on with the funk story we were talking about it earlier on in terms of where it came from. But also we could say that from the early 1970s onwards, funk has developed into various subgenres. While George Clinton and Parliament were making a harder variation of funk, but bands such as Cool and the Gang, Ohio Players and Earth, Wind and Fire were making disco-influenced funk music. Take for example, funk rock. And the likes of those are people like Jimi Hendrix, Frank Zappa, Herbie Hancock, Gary Wright, Debbie Bowie, as well as Mother's Finest and Funkadelic in their earlier albums. You've also got the side of funk which is electro music. And there are bands like, for example, Herbie Hancock, and uh, he used vocoders, that was pretty amazing, Zap, Africa Bambata, and Vaughan Mason and Crew. I mentioned Gogo earlier on. It started off in the Washington DC area. Maybe I'll squeeze in some Chuck Brown in a future show. And he's also known as the godfather of Gogo. We also have funk metal. It's a fusion genre of music which emerged in the 1980s. It typically incorporates elements of funk and heavy metal. And it features hard driving heavy metal guitarists, the pounding bass rhythms, characteristics of funk, and sometimes hip hop style rhymes into an alternative rock approach to songwriting. A good example of funk metal is Living Colour, and they have been said to be funk metal pioneers by Rolling Stones magazine. A couple more funk genres to think about, or subgenres. G-funk. It's a fusion genre which combines gangster rap and funk, and has been considered to be invented by Dr. Dre. And finally, Funk Jam is a fusion genre which emerged in the 2000s. It uh, typically incorporates elements of funk and often exploratory guitar, like that word, exploratory guitar, with extended cross-genre improvisations, often including elements of jazz, ambient, electronic, America and hip-hop, including improvised lyrics. So the funk story continues. And maybe the story is that maybe you can actually handle it. Can you handle it? I can handle it. I can handle as much funk as people throw at us, whether it goes into sub-genres or the original genres. I think funk is here and is here to stay. So this is Dr. Groove signing off for another show. This happened to be a funk special, telling you a little bit about the history side of it. In response to popular demand for more funk, we thought we'd do a dedicated program, and we're going to be playing out with Can You Handle It? by Sharon Red.
Until next time, thanks a lot for taking part in the Podcast Revolution. And if Prof was here, which he will be back in a few weeks' time, he'd be saying, Podcast Revolution it is. Podcast Revolution.